Feelings are not to be feared, smashed down, and compressed, nor are they to be used to manipulate, scare, or oppress others. God gave you feelings to help you know where you are at all times in relationship to His presence and peace. Just as a star on an amusement park map says, you are here, so you know how to find your way to the enchanted castle, feelings tell you where you are in relationship to God and His kingdom. And feelings help you know what you need when you are tempted by your enemy. If the emotion of sadness is followed by a feeling of loneliness, you can sense the heaviness in your chest and go to God for comfort and companionship. Or you can reach out and call a friend. Feeling your feelings and going to God is one way you take heart whenever you feel trouble. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33. Hey, Revelation Wellness friends, you just heard a sneak peek of Elisa reading from her new book, The Body Revelation, which is available for pre-order right now. And when you order, you get access to the full audio read by Elisa before the book releases on June 13th, which means you can press play on hope and begin to metabolize pain, banish shame, and connect to God with your whole self. I'm Aaron, one of the team members here at Revelation Wellness, and if you loved what you just heard, then you will love the Body Revelation season. Each week on Monday and Thursday, Elisa is taking you through the stages of metabolizing pain found in the Body Revelation, and today's Revving the Word will walk you deeper into stage three as you move your body with this endurance workout and learn what it means to express your pain. Before you press play, be sure to swipe up on the show notes for the link to pre-order the Body Revelation and go get your audio copy today. Let's get ready to dive in with this Revving the Word. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. <sighs> Take a deep breath, everyone. Sink into your body. Feel the weight in your feet. Draw your shoulders back. Press through those feet, rise up through the core. Your engagement right there at that belly line. Don't suck it in. Just engage, draw in, lift your chin. Another breath, everyone. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. I'm Elisa Keaton, and we have been in our season of getting your body revelation, your body revelation. <laughs> I feel like that Oprah moment. You get a body revelation. You get a body revelation. Yeah. Your body hosting heaven. That's what we want for you. That's what I want for you. That's what I am <laughs> diligently showing up to day after day. And y'all, we must be on to something. I woke up this morning to an email from our staff. We've been hacked. <laughs> In 13 years, 
We've never been hacked. Our email got hacked last night. And perhaps you received an email touting the latest and greatest weight loss smoothie. Yeah, you guys, no joke, which is a joke. If you received that email, pray for the ministry. If you didn't, pray for the ministry. We're clearly taking some ground, guys. Come on. You will never hear us tell you what your body needs, what you should do. Just not gonna happen. Your body is good. It's a good design. Your body is constantly moving itself towards stability, homeostasis, endurance. It constantly heals, replenishes itself, regenerates itself. It is marked by heaven, by a design of a good and great designer, God. So your body's good, but bad things have happened to us. Troubles we have lived through. And here's the good news. We can metabolize that pain. And so we have been working through six stages of the body revelation to get your body revelation. And now we're on the third of six stages. First stage was dropping the pin on surviving. The second stage, recognizing that we keep doing what we don't wanna do. And in the book, The Body Revelation, which is coming out June 13th, pre-order it, let's go. Come on, I need you to read it. Or you get a, if you pre-order now, you get the audio version of the book. You and I can, we can be together every day. <laughs> Getting free, staying free, and setting others free. So we work through that. There's more to it. I'm just high-leveling this in these Monday Revving the Words, just planting the seed. And on Thursday, we'll dive into some concepts in the book. But y'all, it's rich stuff. We can't just gloss over this metabolizing the pain in us, because it's the pain that has rewired your brain, down-regulated your nervous system, your mental health, making it hard to think, feel, and choose correctly, but we can heal. And we can heal in a way that isn't just more talk, talking, talking. Let's get in your body. Because your body holds the story. <laughs> Until our bodies feel like a safe and wonderful place to be, we will live disassociated from it and disconnected from God and others. You've heard us say, you can be saved and not free. We want you free. So let's pray. Jesus, come into this time. Walk right in. We, we know you say that you stand at the door of our heart and knock. And we're opening our door right now. Say, come on in. Make yourself at home in this body. Say that with me. Jesus, come on in. Make yourself at home in this body. As I live and move and have my being, may it be in you. In Jesus' name.
Amen. On a scale of one to 10, you should be a five right now. You are moving on purpose, moving towards a six or a seven. Come on, shake your arms. Get embodied right now. Just exaggerate your movement. Get in your body. Sometimes we move too constricted and controlled. We care what other people think. Just get in your body. Come on. Here's our scripture today. Our teaching text. John 6, 35. I love this verse. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. I'm gonna say it two more times, say it with me. Say it out loud. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. One more time for your hungry heart and thirsty soul. Think in pictures. See Jesus saying this to you. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. This is the word of the Lord. All right, moving towards a seven with your energy. Y'all, that's what we're talking about today. The third stage of metabolizing our pain is to drop the pin on expressing. How do we express what's going on inside of us? And y'all, there's lots of ways to express. It's not just talk. It can be walk. It can be run. It can be draw. It can be pain. It can be write. Basically, whatever is going on inside of you, get that thing out of you. Come on, so I'm going to ask you this question. How's your energy today? How's your emotional energy? Basically, how are you feeling? Go. Give it some words. How are you? How's your energy? How about this question? If your energy you're carrying inside of you was a color, what color would it be today? Be a seven. Right now, what we're doing, I'm telling you, here's why Revelation Wellness and all these practices are effective. And for many of you, you're like, this is powerful. What, what, what's going on? You don't just get to sit in a chair in the air conditioning and receive some information. We're actually asking you, express. 
whatever's going on in you, move it out of you as something new and good is coming in. And that's a body job, guys. It is the role of your body to move out, express. Your body makes heaven seen or hell. Come on. That's the difference. That's, that's the barometer for the body. The body puts muscle on our words and our thoughts. That's why it's very powerful. And just as James says, the tongue, the physical part of your body, the tongue has the power to set one's whole life on fire. Or it can build up. We're all expressing. All the time we're expressing. Y'all, I got a phone call when I got that phone call today about the email hack. I was mad. I'm mad. Oh, you know what I did? I said, I am mad. <laughs> For some of you, that is scary to do, to express. But there are healthy ways to do it and not so healthy ways. But let me pull back a minute with this expressing. Did you know this? Nothing is solid. Everything created is energy. Nothing. Your table is more energy than matter. <laughs> Your iPhone is more energy than matter. Everything is energy. This is why Jesus says in the beginning, let there be light. And y'all, when those are his first commands, he speaks with his tongue because he can build up with words as we can. He expresses from his heart, I want this. Let there be. Come on. Can we just go quiet for a minute? God was there in the beginning and he'll be there in the end and he knew what was gonna go wrong and he already had a plan. His name is Jesus to rescue us. Be a good seven, feeling the air move through your nose, out your mouth. Feel that energy in your body. Come on, come on. You're stirring up good energy, good hope, good trouble. So God, knowing he was gonna, he, he made us with a free will. We could choose him or not choose him. What a good story, what a good God knowing we were gonna disobey him, chose to make us anyways, why? Because <laughs> he was expressing love and that love would be the greatest thing, that they would know me because of love. 
So when God says, let there be light, that's not like, let there be light of the sun or let there be something to illuminate, maybe. Because we tend to think of light as something we plug in and it turns on. I believe that let there be light was this hum, energy. And from that energy, he could make everything. You are made of light. It says in John chapter one that the word became flesh and in him was light and that light was the life of men. You are made of light, life, energy, everything made, trees, grass, birds, rocks, mountains. I want you to look around and I want to see yourself. You are encircled by the love of God, the energy of God that said, let there be and follows it up with, it is good. when it comes to expressing what's going on inside of us, that buzz, energy. We have to express it. It has to get it out, it has to make its way out. The word emotion, to, to emote. Remember, our God is an emoting God. Because he so loved the world, he created it. Because he so loved the world, he made us. And because he so loved the world, he sent his son. Before any foundation was laid for the earth, he already had the plan. God was moving out. And that's what the word emotion, it means from the Latin to move out. We have to express, we have to move out. Moving out is necessary for maturity. Come on, right? Any of you have kids? They hit a certain age and you're like, yeah, it, it's time for you to go. Figure out that world. If your love is healthy, you get to that point. It's just not right for them to be living safely under your care. It's time for them to go and make their way into the world. Move out, express energy in motion. Listen, energy exists whether it's in motion or whether you are still. It's always happening. But because God said, 
be fruitful and multiply, that requires a moving out. Express. Consider going up towards an eight. Come on. But with a smile on your face. Just a little more, a little more focus. Good energy. Emotion. Express. You know what I'm gonna do? I want you to express right now. Use your words, right? The very thing God used to move out, to create, to build up. I'm gonna go quiet. Tell him what's going on inside of you. Move it out of you. Move your body and move that stuff out. And hey, it can be praise or it can be problems because it's all energy to God and he can turn it in to something immeasurably more than you could hope or ask for. Tell him, move out, express what's going on. Okay, so here's the deal. God is the source of life energy. He's abounding in it. He never runs out of it. He's God. But he made us as limited physical beings. So rest was always part of our equation for good energy. Right, on the seventh day, he rested. He's like, listen, six days a week, move out into the world. Move out, multiply, increase, bring more of me onto the earth. But on that seventh day, rest, enjoy me, drink in the cup of life. Be filled up, because you're gonna pour out again. Do you see the economy of energy? <laughs> Come on. God made us to move, to build up, to create. And listen, I'm talking to my friend who your legs aren't working today. Your mouth does. The most physical thing we can do <laughs> isn't about what I can build that has matter, that I can weigh or touch or taste. Listen, that's something. But we learn that from the prophet Samuel that God doesn't look at the outside of things. He's like, hey, yeah, thanks for building that orphanage or that church or that company that employs a lot of people. That's great. Good job. But he's looking at the heart, the energy behind it, the motive behind it. Keep your heart pure. And my energy is limited. 
so is yours. So our passage today, when Jesus says to them, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. These people were coming in need. <laughs> they had need. Y'all, there's something about the biblical times. People are so blessed in their need. Because God is real, or quote, or slash gods. <laughs> they would worship gods because they needed, they needed something outside of themselves. They were limited and they knew it. Their energy, their ability was limited. So when Jesus rolls into town, then God becomes flesh, dwells among them. Everywhere he went, crowds came because he could give them what they couldn't get themselves. With him was the light and that light was the life of men, was the healing for men, was the transforming of men. So a group of people that had just been fed, the 5,000 that Jesus fed, they were coming back for more food. They were hungry again. And that's the thing about energy for us, it's limited. Something always has to be going in for us. Calories in, calories out, right? Energy in, energy out. We talked about that in stage one, about our survival, our desires. Desires burn with energy. So we come to God in need of life. We might be asking for some food or some extra money in our paycheck, but we're, we're, what we're really wanting is life. And Jesus says, I am the bread of life. I'm not just the bread of your, of your health and the bread of your finances or the bread of your ministry or your marriage. Right, could you all not agree? It's about our life. We want fullness of life. But these things that get stuck in us due to the pain and we don't know what to do with it, our hopes feel dashed. They need to be reconciled. They need to be contended with. So bring them out into the light. Express.
All right. Sigmund Freud said this, unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried alive and will come forth later in uglier ways. Oh, this is Sigmund Freud. Unexpressed emotions, they kill us. Good job. Hold that steady seven. This is from a research paper. It says people who repress their emotions tend to focus on their physical health and seek physical health solutions for emotional health problems. Just like a physical wound may fester and become infected if left untreated, the accumulation of unaddressed emotions can lead to stress, anxiety, and depression. The increase in cortisol that comes with stress, that can lead to changes in heart rate, motivation, sleep, and also guys, this is in the book. I get a little nerdy with you in the science in the book. That stress, repressed emotion, moves inward on us, it changes, it does brain damage. That's what I'm gonna say. It can damage a healthy operation and structure of your brain and that's why you go, I don't feel like making good decisions. I feel like that comfort. I feel like getting what I want. I feel like having it my way. I feel, come on, if we don't express we will think we are feeling always our feelings and we will hurt people with our fire we will set things on fire express talk to God with your body Come to him, come to him. I love that word. Coming to him means you gotta come, you move towards me. Listen, just reading your Bible is not coming to God. Reading your Bible can help you believe and know who God is, but it is meant for you to come to him. Draw your heart close to him. Let him seek you, know you. Get honest with him. Why are we so afraid of being rude to God? Meanwhile, we are rude to everyone else. He's God. He already knows. You're not fooling anyone. Express. Come and get your hunger met. You running low on energy? Come, come and get your hunger met.
Listen to me. You don't want a lover. You want life. You don't want more money. You want life. Uh huh. You don't desire comfort. You desire life. And life means you're going to feel it. You're going to feel feelings and know how to do them without hurting yourself or someone else. Recover, we got five minutes. Because here's the deal, and I talk about this in this stage. We are prone to either repress our emotions, not feel them, or take our emotions and always express them, no matter what. Here's the truth, I talk about this in the book. My mom actually was very good at holding her feelings back when around anyone that wasn't safe for her. Strangers, coworkers, friends. But around those she felt most safe with, her children, her husband, that woman could express. <laughs> let, it, let it rip. And both of those cycles were not healthy for her because what she needed was to learn how to take those emotions, the dissatisfaction, the disappointment, the hurt, and come to Jesus. <laughs> Process it get in her body. Her body was a place of pain, abuse, disassociation. And so she either oppressed others with her actions, which I'm good at doing, or repressed her emotions. Didn't use her voice in the company of others she didn't know. Neither one of those are healthy, guys. When we oppress or repress, we don't mature. We stay stuck because maturity and health is found in intimacy with God. The word come, when Jesus says, come to me and you won't hunger, I'm the bread you're looking for, I'm what you are crying about. <laughs> that word come means to seek intimacy with one. Come to me. Y'all, we just don't know how to do intimacy with God. Because emotional intimacy with God leads to maturity in God. Listen, look, notice in this passage, it says, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Listen, you can believe in God and get your thirst quenched. But unless you come to him, you will never have your hungers met. Your nourishment won't be there. And liquid, taking in a, a drink, does not grow me. Drinking will keep me living. Believing in God will keep me surviving. But feeding, feeding, hunger makes you grow. <laughs> and intimacy breeds maturity. All our needs, emotional, 
can be met in Jesus. So although maybe I don't have that physical provision of the extra money in my hand, I can take a drink in my belief and then put some faith to my feet and go to him, come to him and eat. And then I can be like Paul and say, you know what, whether well-fed or hungry, I've learned to be content in all things. That, my friends, is the goal of you getting a body revelation. You host heaven in you, and you can say, whether in plenty or in need, I am content. I know who I am and whose I am. So God, come. Help us to know how to express and grow in maturity and intimacy with you. We love you, God. We give you our hearts and our bodies. Move on in. Have what you want. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you guys on Thursday where we will dive into things you need to have a healthy, emotional life with the body you've been given. Peace.